0: How's it going everybody? We're back. It's Power 5 Sports Podcast alongside Alex Maxwell. I'm Jake Gorwitz and it's August 31st and we're here for our fourth episode of our four-day marathon. And we're going to wrap things up with the NFC West. There's a couple teams on the come up. There's no doubt about that. But there's also a couple teams on the decline.
1: And we're going to start things off with the Arizona Cardinals. What a young team that the Cardinals have right now. They just had you know, their 10th pick. They just put it on Josh Rosen. Will he be the guy come the future? Right now, probably not because Sam Bradford will take the veteran snaps. But he's got a decent you know, wide receiving core. Uh, the old Larry Fitzgerald, super reliable. I think Larry Fitzgerald will have another good year. But you also got a young guy, a rookie from Texas A&M, Christian Kirk. He'll be solid in the future years. So, and obviously, how could we forget about David Johnson? Arguably, you know, top three running back, one of the best in the NFL, a true workhorse. So they're okay on offense. I'm not going to say they're great. There's still some moves to be, they they still got to develop, but they're okay. I think the offense isn't the problem. I think their defense is pretty, pretty sluggish, to be honest. But Jake, what do you think about that offense?
0: Well, I think for the Arizona Cardinals overall, this is a, massive transition time they're clearly going through a rebuilding stage right at the moment um former head coach Bruce Arians he retired they're going into a new era with a new coaching staff and the first thing that comes to mind is this is uh, this is unfortunate for Larry Fitzgerald I don't see him getting a Super Bowl before he retires yeah it's for a player with such talent and such an amazing career so many individual accolades for the Arizona Cardinals to never be able to put it together fully during Larry Fitz's tenure it's it's tough but looking for this season 2018 I think we might see a Josh Rosen appearance Sam Bradford oh for we sure. know we're more than aware of his injury history so I would not be surprised
1: if we see Josh Rosen step into the desert fire over there in Arizona. Yeah, I think Josh Rosen, a lot of teams passed up on Josh Rosen because, you know, they weren't fond of his attitude. He, you know, he's a very smart guy. He's a very smart quarterback. But it just didn't seem like every team wanted him or they fit, you know, that program or that, that system that they have. Hopefully, he can figure it out at Arizona. He had a really good UCLA career. So, I think they're going to be good in the Future, but as of now, I think they're going to struggle a little bit. I think they're going to be, you know, at the bottom of that division, a very interesting division. And I don't know, I, I just don't really see it, you know, coming together as of now. David Johnson will have to put the offense on his
0: back. He's going to have to. He's returning from a wrist injury. I mean, not a huge concern at this point heading into the season, but there's also, there's always the potential for. An injury or another injury, unfortunately. Yeah, David Johnson. He's gonna have to do his best to stay healthy, if the Cardinals want to even sniff a chance. Yeah, six or seven wins.
1: Well, I think you can build off of this if you're the Cardinals. They do have a very solid offensive line, and then you got your best player, David Johnson. So that's a really good combo right there. A good O line with one of the best, a workhorse running back. So. At least if the passing game isn't working, you can at least try to pound the ground game a little bit and then maybe develop Josh Rosen in a few years. So at least you have something to build on. But as of now, it doesn't look like this is going to be very sharp uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. Is that it for the offensive side? Do you want to move on to the defense? Well, I'm just going to touch on the O-line. I know you said that that's
0: definitely one of their strong suits, Mm -hmm. a piece of their team that they're definitely going to build on. AQ Shipley, Justin Pugh, Pugh's coming from the New York Giants, and Mike Eupati, I like what they have going on there, that's a strong core at the O-line, but like you said, if your only asset right now is David Johnson, that's a very predictable Scheme offense you got there. for opposing defenses. Larry Fitzgerald, you know he's going to put up numbers, as always, He's catches everything. Every year, he's a promising talent, and that's you know what you're gonna get out of him. But a lot of question
1: marks on the offense for this year. Yeah, I think uh, the offense, the offense is gonna be good in a few years, but the defense has a lot of good names. I like this defense. It's yeah, it's not bad. I think it's not very. It'll be good. I think the offense and the defense right now aren't very reliable, but in a few years, you you touch it up a little bit, you develop them. Watch out. I think, you know, we're going to get into some names. Patrick Peterson, Robert Kimdichie, uh Buda Baker, Antoine Bethea. Those are some good names, but maybe right now, not the best defense in the NFL. I'm, I'm not in f- full disagreement,
0: but I think that the Cardinals defense has an opportunity to be, like, a solid unit this year. I like Chandler Jones. That's one name that you... Um, Forgot to mention Chandler Jones. He might be the best player on this defense in addition to Patrick Peterson. Chandler Jones is a freak of nature. He will get after the quarterback. 6'5, 265. Whoa. I mean he's heading he's into his seventh season in the NFL. He's I mean, he's a class act. Did you see him in training camp? He absolutely yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, you saw I that saw video. That. Yeah. I mean, if you know, you know, Chandler Jones is a monster. And I lots of young talent. Deion Buchanan, I like him at the linebacker position. And
1: I think they have a strong secondary. I think so, too. I, think, I, th- I do think it's a good foundation, like you said, with uh, the offense and the defense. They both have a solid foundation. But it's just a matter of being consistent and development. That's all that matters in the long term. It doesn't matter... If you guys if you have some good names. If you can shut offensive out, offenses out. I think that's what matters. You got to have a consistent team. And right now, they might not have that as of now, but watch out in the years to come. How about we turn our focus over to the LA Rams? This is a team
0: that will be hard to stop for years to come. The way that Sean McVay took Jared Goff to the next level last year, that elevated every other player on that roster. They went from a 4-12 and record in 2016 to 11-5 and last year. That has got to be one of the biggest
1: turnarounds in NFL history. Obviously, the players bought into whatever Sean McVay was selling, and it really showed. And I really hope that this isn't a one-time wonder. And I, for sure, it doesn't look like that on paper because they have one of the most talented teams both on both sides of the ball. We could get, Do you want to, Jake, start it. Let's get into right. it. The Rams, they led the league in scoring
0: last year, right? They're a team that they're not afraid to make noise in free agency. They added stars to the secondary and the defensive line. We'll get into that. First, the offense. You know, some people will call this a crowded offense in terms of, you know, I guess if you're looking at this from a fantasy perspective, maybe you don't want these guys on your team. Real life, real football situations this is one of the most dynamic offenses in all of football. For sure. Todd Gurley, I think he's the best back in the league. Jared Goff on the come up. The way that he was able to take his game to that next level last season in his second year, not many quarterbacks can do that. The receiving core. Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. Okay, that's a beautiful duo. How about Cooper Cup? Mm-hmm. He really emerged last year as for sure one of Jared Goff's favorite targets.
1: What what are your thoughts? I think the Rams are super solid on the offensive side of the ball. No worries from that side. I think they have a very solid offensive line, which is always important, and Todd Gurley, obviously a workhorse running back, if not one of one of the best running backs in the league, top 2, top 3, if not the best. Jared Goff really is a young up-and-coming quarterback. I think He'll be elite in a few years. Uh, Brandon Cooks, big trade from uh, New England's Patriots. I think he'll fit perfectly in Sean McVay's system. Really good target for Jared Goff, Rob Woods, Cooper Cup. Both solid uh, PPR-type guys to have. Really interesting. I think the Rams' offense is very dangerous. I think that's the way, like you said, they had the most points scored last year, so... The Rams are a very dangerous offensive team, as well as defensively. They are loaded on the defensive side of the ball, but I think there's going to be no problems on that defensive side. you got to look at Aaron Donald to start things off, and then Ndamukong Sue, Michael Brockers. Is that the best D-line in all of football? It
0: very well could be, but it all starts with the defensive coordinator, Wade Phillips. You, know, you have to have strong leadership if you want to put together a defense like this. You trade for Marcus Peters and Akeem Talib? How
1: many other teams can pull that off? <laughs> I don't know, but the both of those guys are really gonna be filthy in this Rams D. So I mean you, we gotta talk Aaron Donald is arguably one of the best players in football. You look at any NFL rankings list, he is in the top ten. He's a unanimous top ten Football player in the NFL, Ndamukong Suh isn't that far behind. Uh, you look at the defense or the secondary, Aqib Talib, like you said, Lamarcus Joyner. It's a really solid team. Uh, the defense is there's going to be no worries. Like we said earlier, with um, in another podcast with the Saints and the Falcons, both teams or both sides of the ball are very solid. So you look at this entire team. There's no worries. There's no really weak... There's no weak points on this team. Do you see any weak points, really? I have one position
0: that is in question. The mm. linebackers. Mm. They traded Ag, uh, Alec Ogletree to the New York Giants, and I don't see many other players stepping in to fill that void. I think Mark you know, Barron will you be You have Mark solid. Barron, but he he's jumped around a little bit in his he first has, couple years yeah. in the NFL. He, has. he hasn't proven himself. He was... He was a high first round pick coming out of Bama. They definitely have players to step into, you know, the role that a- Alec Ogletree had. But I don't see to the level. They're definitely not at the level that the D line and the secondary are at. No,
1: that's, that's for sure. That's, I think that's very fair. Uh, but I think it's not. I don't think that's the. Bi- if that's your only worry, I think you're doing pretty oh. good. Uh, in the grand scheme for of sure. things, I think the Rams. I know you'll. Th- I know you'll probably agree with me on this. I think the Rams are a ten to thirteen win. That's those are my expectations for them. Ten to thirteen wins. That's the range. They could go. Exactly.
0: No, that's the range. I see them going eleven and 5, 12 and four. Maybe a slip up here and there. Right. Because it's just because, gonna happen. I mean, it's so hard to go out on every Sunday. And play your best, right? It's it's, it's unrealistic. That's football but part in think, the world. I think that's the thing that's so special about the LA Rams and specifically their defense is they're able to put together and mesh all of these different personalities, right? Players that haven't been playing alongside each other for for
1: any time at all, and then you just they just click like that, and it works. So we'll see. That could be you know a little bit of a. A disadvantage. You know? I think it'll work in their favor. Yeah, I, I think so too, but I can definitely see where you're coming from if you don't agree with our statements on that. So, yeah, it's it's the Rams are the favorites to win the division, but another team that people are really throwing around for winning the division is the San Francisco 49ers. They are very interesting. I mean, you just signed Jimmy G to one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL – I think do you think he's worth that money first of all from the short time that he had in San Fran? Okay,
0: if I was in the front office of the San Francisco 49ers organization, that's a it's a bit of a risk, but I think it's a risk worth taking. Jimmy G, he's everybody's expecting him to be the next great 49ers quarterback. And I mean, there's no doubt that he got paid like it. Yeah. <laughs> um if I was in that spot, Maybe I would have looked elsewhere, looked for different options, but you can't go wrong. When he played to finish up last season for the 49ers, he delivered. Mm -hmm. Maybe he brings down the interception numbers a little bit, and he takes himself into a whole other category of quarterbacks. They look like a different team with Jimmy G. And also, they stole Richard Sherman from the Seahawks. I think that's going to help the secondary in ways that they couldn't even have imagined.
1: Yeah, I think to me, I think Jimmy G is worth that money. I think Jimmy Graham will be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL in a few years. I think that the system they have there and I think they have some solid wide receivers well as well. Um I got to I got to I got to side with the 49ers. I think this was a great pick. I think Jimmy G is worth all of his money. So I think he'll really I expect big things from Jimmy G. I might even pick him up in my fantasy team. I think I'm very confident in him. So, we'll see. No, I like what Jimmy Garoppolo has cooking up in San Fran.
0: I think Kyle Shanahan's system will fit him perfectly. Shanahan knows how to develop younger quarterbacks and really, you know, progress them in their careers like not many other coaches can do. You have Marquise Goodwin and Pierre Garçon as his wide receivers. Those guys, they can make plays. Marquise Goodwin is a deep threat that not many other teams in the league have. And you bring Jarek McKinnon yeah.
1: over to the West Coast. I think he'll have a positive impact. For sure. you got to look at Marquise Goodwin as well. He's a solid vertical wide receiver. Uh, Pierre Garçon isn't bad. But they have a solid offensive line. you got to look at offense, uh, right tackle. Mike McGlinchey from Notre Dame. One of the highest uh, regarded offensive linemen in a long time. Mike Mayock has said great things about Mike McGlinchey. I think he'll be really good. I think this is really going to help the 49ers in the long run. So this is he's he's a guy to help out Jimmy Garoppolo. That's that's why they got him. So I think the 49ers on offense are they're not f- complete yet, but give it a few years and I think Watch out for the 49ers. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is the right guy in that system. So it'll be really interesting to see how they form in the future.
0: I don't even think it'll take a couple years. I think by the end of this season, we could be seeing a complete offense. We Another name that we have not mentioned, George Kittle, mm. is their tight end. And I think that he will bring another aspect to their offense that will allow them to spread the ball around. I think the Fort ers will get off to a bit of a slow start this year. Mhm. There's they still have a lot of things to work out and put together, but come the end of this season, they could be I, I think they're a dark horse in terms of the playoff race.
1: I like that. I like that. I th- I see them being a seven to ten win season, maybe eleven. Seven to eleven. That's what that's my expect those are I think that's my ceiling for them. As of now, I think the offense, I got to see it. I I need to, they need to pass the test in my opinion. But I know that defense is going to be very interesting. Uh, Starting off with Richard Sherman, they just snagged him from the Seattle Seahawks. An absolute great move. And then you draft, and uh, a few years ago, you draft Reuben Foster, DeForest Buckner, very young. Solomon Thomas. Solomon Thomas three young guys that are super good, incredibly high upside. I love what this 49ers defense is going to look like in a few years. I can't wait to see how they're going to produce. Is Reuben Foster, I think is he in
0: jail right now? I he's in I and know. out. He's he's getting in trouble. If he can if he can get things straight then he could No worries. I mean, he could be yeah. Like he could be an animal.
1: Yeah, if if, ever, if all goes well with the 49ers, everyone stays healthy, uh, no problems there, then I think they have a really solid team. Man, those guys in college, they really produced, and I can definitely see them you know, doing it again So in the NFL. I think the 49ers' defense is very solid. No complaints from me there. I'm buying into the 49ers. I think they're going to be solid. I think they're going to come in second this year. Uh, and then... I think you are going to be solid in the future. But moving on to the Seattle Seahawks. Jake, like you said, they're on the decline a little bit. What do you think? What do you see going in? What, what's wrong? Well, the obvious
0: is the Legion of Boom is gone.
1: You know, after
0: their first Super Bowl under Pete Carroll, the Seahawks, they were looking set. They were looking complete. They were looking to become a dynasty. And it's really The narrative has taken a sharp turn for the worse for the Seattle Seahawks. All of the pressure is on Russell Wilson's shoulders. The team's success is completely in the hands of Russell Wilson. He had a great season last year, but it wasn't enough to get Seattle to the playoffs. Russell Wilson can only do so much. The defense, it's lacking in so many different ways. And Wilson, I have no doubt in my mind that Russell Wilson will continue to be making Pro Bowl appearances, highlight plays. But those, those plays, they're not going to transition to wins.
1: No, it's that's, it's tough. Yeah. I think they're in a tough position right now. Obviously, you look at their team right now. Russell Wilson, you already know he's gonna. You already you already know what you're gonna get out of him. Rashad Penny and Chris Carson, two solid running backs. I think Rashad Penny will emerge as a rookie from San Diego State if he can stay healthy, and he's a freak of athlete. He's a freak. So it'll be interesting to see what he can do. you got a decent wide receiver core, but Doug Baldwin, he gets banged up a lot. He was saying a couple
0: days ago, and so was Pete Carroll, that whatever he has going on with this knee injury, it's going to affect him all season. Mm. He's going to be playing with it, but you won't see the same Dougie Baldwin
1: this year. No, it's... It's unfortunate, but I think Tyler Lockett had a tremendous rookie year. Just signed a big contract yeah. extension, and he he really hasn't, you know, had the same performance as his rookie year. So I think he'll step up. this I, year. I hope so too. I think he's really solid out of Kansas State. The offensive line. Oh, it's awful. I don't have any positive. I'm not gonna say anything because I don't have anything positive to say. So I'm. I, that's all you. No, the offense. You lose Jimmy Graham. You lose Paul
0: Richardson. Those are two weapons that um, that Russell Wilson does not have to his advantage anymore. And the defense. Legion of Boom is non-existent anymore. You lose Richard Sherman. Cam Chancellor is gone. And although you still have Earl Thomas on the team, he's unhappy. No, it's, 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 it's cl- clear. It's clear that Earl Thomas wants out. No more Michael Bennett. No more Cliff Averill. The front seven. Okay, that's gone. The
1: Seahawks... I see. I see a few positives here now. I think you can start off with Earl Thomas. He's very unhappy. I I wouldn't even mention him really as being a threat this year. Bobby Wagner, solid. Bartavius Mingo, not bad. Shaquem Griffin. I think that'll be very interesting. I hope he does well. Byron Maxwell. Frank Clark. Frank Clark, a DN from Michigan. So it's obviously not what it once was with. You know, like the 2013-2014 era. Early P. Carroll. But, man, it's not bad, but it certainly isn't what it used to be. I don't see the Seahawks doing well in this season. They might even finish last. It's it's a possibility. The Seattle
0: Seahawks, they're in one of the worst positions to be in in the NFL going into this season. I think that they have... Really nothing going for them besides Russell Wilson. And the spot that they're in right now, they're not at the bottom of the NFL, and they're nowhere near the top. They're in the middle. They're middle of the pack. They're not going up in the rankings, but they're not taking a drastic fall to the bottom. You're not going to see them at 31-32 of the power rankings, and that's a tough spot to be in. You're not going to have a premier a top draft pick and you're also not going to be making the playoffs. Right. Where do they go from here? You, that's my question. You, you
1: got to make moves. That's that's what I think that's do you, Well, do you try to rebuild or do you make moves to try to improve to win now? I would rebuild cuz right now I think the you're past your prime in everybody. And I think the only piece that you still have of the the Golden Days is Russell Wilson. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how the Seattle Seahawks handle this. So, that's it. We've broken down all four teams. What do you see in the predictions?
0: Oof. What are you feeling? LA Rams, clear number one. I don't see any team in the NFC West dethroning the fellows from Hollywood. In second, the San Francisco 49ers. They could be a, a 9 or 10 team uh, win team this year. In third, this is honestly a toss-up between the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know. It, it could fluctuate throughout the season. I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks mm. purely based on Russell Wilson's play yeah. this year and Arizona Cardinals in last. David Johnson will single-handedly get them a couple wins. Maybe Sam Bradford can toss a couple TDs to Larry Fitz, but it's going to be a disappointing season for them.
1: I, I like where you're heading with your predictions. I also agree that the Rams will be the king of the NFC West. I'd say they go 12 and four and really show up in the in the postseason. I think they're gonna really I think Todd Gurley is gonna show up when it counts and the second team, I gotta go with the 49ers. I think they're gonna be very interesting, very solid. I'd say 10 and six, nine and seven. They're going to be solid. I think Jimmy G has a good season, and I think they build from there. It's third. I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals, just like you. I, I had the Seahawks. Or the Car- or the Seahawks, yeah. My bad. I think uh, the Cardinals are going to be in third, and I think they're going to – I think it's going to be ugly. I think they're going to be 6-10, and 7-9, not very impressive. Seahawks will be worse than that? I think the Seahawks will be 6-10, and 7-9 as well. Oh, boy. But I think they're just – the head-to-head record will just – anchor him down a little bit so yeah i think the nfc west isn't as deep as it once was a few years ago but i think the future of the nfc west is very interesting it's a very young overall rebuilding type division every team is very young or they're going to rebuild at some point here in here in the future so that pretty much concludes what we got to say on the nfc west thank you for listening once again. This concludes our NFC four-day marathon. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Stay around stay tuned. Uh, stick around. Till next time. Take it easy.